What you missed? Prime time with Clarissa Montero. Only on Money FM 89.3. Good afternoon. This is Coffee. I'm Clarissa. And my guest today, Edward Liu, Group Managing Director of Conferences and Exhibitions Management Services in Singapore. He has been responsible for creating many new platforms for various industries, but his latest is the creation of a platform for the restaurants and the food services industry. Good afternoon, Edward. Good afternoon, Clarissa. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Okay, you are very well known in the MICE or meetings, incentives, conferencing, exhibitions industry, and you've created many successful shows here and abroad. One such show is the cafe series that started in Singapore, which has now grown to be equally successful in Malaysia. Tell us more about Cafe Asia, Cafe Malaysia and the Malaysian Coffee Fest. Well, we started the Cafe Asia series mm. way back in uh, 2013. Okay. Taking into cognizance really of the emerging lifestyle uh, in Singapore and in the region. Right. So we saw an opportunity for us to introduce to this uh, new event in order to really assist uh, our cafe owners and operators to uh, uplift their operation Mm -hmm. so that they could provide a better ambience, better environment for their customers. So by launching that event, we effectively brought in some new technology Mm -hmm. and new supplies from all over the world. And thus, we managed to create a, a new platform, as I said, Uh, for the cafe industry and in Singapore and beyond. In Singapore and beyond, have you seen um, a growth in the interest in cafes as customers, as owners? Well, precisely, I think really in the uh, last 10 years or more, Mm -hmm. uh, you will find that there has been a mushrooming of uh, specialty cafes since we all love our coffee so much. Exactly. Right? <laughs> you know, you can't do without a, a, a cuppa in the morning, right? Right. Yeah. And also perhaps after lunch. Mm-hmm. So I think we really have seen the evolution uh, of, of the cafe industry, as I said, not only in Singapore, but really throughout the region. And you said innovation. So innovation in what? Um equipment to help service or more artisanal coffee making? What kind of innovation? Right. I think various types of innovations are being introduced. Mm -hmm. I mean, initially you are talking about uh, the normal coffee. Now you have the specialty coffee. Mm -hmm. Increasingly, we are now even talking about nitro brew, cold coffee, Mm -hmm. as well as siphon coffee. So these are being brought here uh, mainly from Japan and even uh, from the U.S. So I think they, uh, the 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 connoisseurs in Singapore are, en- are enjoying, you know, are really lapping it up, and therefore we will be able to see more of this in Singapore in time to come. Excellent. Now you recently launched the latest show, Restaurant Asia Singapore 2019. Tell us more about what this show is and what your vision is for this show. To be honest, uh, many visitors, trade visitors to our Cafe Asia mm-hmm. are coming not only from the cafe sectors, right. cafe owners and so forth, but there were also a fairly large number of business people, trade mm-hmm. visitors as we call them, mm-hmm. 
coming from the restaurant sector. In fact, there were like uh, eight, ten, eight to ten percent of our total visitorship of more than ten thousand. So therefore, we realized that uh, we could similarly create a platform to serve the restaurant industry, which is complementary to the cafe industry. Right. Because many of the exhibitors in our cafe show are also uh, showcasing and marketing products that are applicable for the restaurant industry. Right. That's when we I decided to approach the Restaurant Association of Singapore, and I happened to know the president himself, uh, Mr. Vincent Tan, mm-hmm. and I suggested to him to to consider partnering with us so that we could jointly launch uh, Restaurant Asia Singapore. Right. Mm-hmm. Now it is also very clear that their own strategic vision and mission is to promote. The industry development yeah, and excellence in the F&B industry. So, therefore, the primary objective now is for us again to bring in some new technology, cutting-edge uh, kitchen, restaurant, and culinary equipment, mm-hmm. as well as solutions and supplies from uh, around the world right. uh, to Singapore, so that our restaurants, cafes, and so forth can really uplift themselves to provide uh, a better uh, uh, environment, uh, both in terms of front of house uh, as well as back of house operations. So I think these are really the increasing demands and rising trends in both the cafe and the restaurant industries in this part of the world. And Singapore is definitely taking the lead here. Yes, absolutely. We are talking to Edward Liu, Group Managing Director of Conferences and Exhibitions, Managing Services in Singapore. Okay, I actually have a question that Mm. rewinds a bit. Um, Clearly, you are very passionate about this. You are actually quite an innovator yourself with Cafe Series and now with Restaurant Asia Singapore. How did you get into this business in the first place? Ah, good question. (laughs) Well... (laughs) I must uh, walk back the memory lane. Mm-hmm. I was with the Straits Times way back in the late 60s. Okay. And I was sent to London as a correspondent okay. in 1974. Mm-hmm. So while I was based in London, I had the good fortune of, uh, of uh, visiting, uh, noticing a number of events such as the uh, Daily Mail Ideal Home Show. Okay. In fact, I visited that show twice on upon arrival in 1974 and uh, just before I left and uh, returning back to Singapore. Right. So that memories stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So at the end of eight years uh, writing for the Straits Times, I decided that perhaps I should take a, uh, the next plunge. And I left in 1977. Okay. So the first thing I did was actually, well, close to my heart was right, mm-hmm. was right, and therefore I started off with publishing. But that didn't last too long, unfortunately. Okay. But that also gave me an opportunity, as I said, to move into the exhibition industry way back in 1978 and 79. Now, those were really pioneering days. There were hardly any 
professional organizers. So right time, right place. Precisely. <laughs> so as I said, because I had seen the uh, ideal home show, mm-hmm. I immediately launched four exhibitions in 1979. They were the homemakers, mm-hmm. the jewel time jewelry and watches, RV or audiovisual, but more significantly uh, was the show called Computer or Computer Show. Right. So they were instant hit in 1979. Mm-hmm. So much so that the Straits Times called me up and said, look, Edward, why don't you come back and run another company that they had gone into a joint venture with, right. which was what we call ITF, Industrial and uh, Trade Fairs. Okay. It's a, it, it was a British company, and Straits Times had about 25% share in okay. the company. So that's how I got back into the industry in a big way, in a sense. Okay. All right. So therefore, uh, in 1981 Mm. was really a very significant year. I was asked to launch the first, the premier Asian aerospace and air show. That was huge. Right. By none other than the Economic Development Board. Yes. Well, to be candid, it was their strategic plan, really, to launch an event in order to kickstart the, uh, the the development of the aerospace industry. So the aerospace industry for Singapore actually goes back quite a ways. Those were the early days, as I said, in mm-hmm. the in the seventies. We were barely what uh, ten ten years uh, as a country, mm. and therefore we were. Uh, I think EDB came up with that kind of with a strategic plan, identifying strategic sectors, and aerospace was one of them. Right. So hence, uh, uh, our company ITF was fortunate to have uh, to receive the the appointment by EDB to launch such an event. So hence, uh, as I said, I had a good fortune. I uh, went to Farnborough uh, with a couple of officers of the EDB. We literally walked the uh, exhibition at Farnborough Air Show. And uh, we, we went around promoting the event. You know, a, a couple of uh, a, a, a nice episodes, I was asked, Edward, where are you from? Mm. And I told them I, I'm from Singapore. And you asked me which part of China were you from? I said no, 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 no. I was. I'm not from. I was not from China. Here we are. You know, in Singapore. Mm. And then they asked me why are you launching such an air show? I said, well, it is because of the strategic plan of our Singapore government in EDB, wanting to develop this industry. I think, to be honest, many of them were amazed that uh, we could put it off. Eventually, we put it off and the event was held at the old Paya-Lebar Airport. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I like to think that uh, that event was uh, well-received. Uh, suffice to say that it eventually became the third largest air show in the world. And I think, well, I think uh, at the moment, that certainly is an important, a very important industry for Singapore. You know, that's a fascinating story. I mean, really, really fascinating story. So you mm. were along at the beginning, one of our pioneers in a new, for us, a new industry. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. are talking to Edward Liu, Group Managing Director of Conferences and Exhibitions Management Services in Singapore. So you were a journalist. Now, right. what kind of a journalist were you? What was your beat? <laughs> 
<laughs> well, I specialize in labor relations. How do you go from labor relations to exhibitions? <laughs> well, as I said, uh, you know, in those days, well, I think all of us went through a period of uh, internship, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the first year, I was thrown into the the uh, the crime bit and uh, did reporting on crime cases and so forth, and the courts as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, mainly the magistrate's court, the coroner's court, and so forth. After one year, then I was moved to do the labor bit right. and to cover then the NTUC, the National Trades Union Congress. Right. Now, that again gave me a very big break because I had the good fortune of in- interviewing people that were late, uh, David Nair, the former president. Uh, even people like Feiyu Kok and, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Well, reason being that eventually, that really eventually led me to join the union myself. I became very active in the Singapore National Union of Journalists. And I was the chairman of the Straits Time branch okay. for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the, yes, I think uh, it is something that I will cherish for the rest of my life. It's a fascinating journey that you've made. Okay, now we're going to go behind the scenes. I know journalists know how to unwind and I know how they know how to have fun. What do you do when your day is done, you're ready to unwind? How do you relax? There are two things. <laughs> really, for, for, for leisure, uh, I would uh, indulge in some golfing with some khakis and therefore uh, have a golf trip. In fact, I just came back from Bangkok. I see. Uh, over the uh, National Day, I mm-hmm. uh, had three rounds of golf with some very, very good friends in, in Thailand. Uh, in fact, they are the, the retired army generals, four-star, <laughs> four no less. Oh, boy, uh, yes, right? Yeah. <laughs> they are extremely good. They are extremely good. And I'm forever 24. Yeah, but, rubbish. <laughs> I don't believe that. Patrick Daniel, our, our previous chairman of radio, used to say he was a 24. Nonsense. No, no, no. <laughs> Patrick, I can tell you, is at least 18. I played with him in our press club. I'm a, still a member of the Singapore mm. Press Club. Yes. And, uh, and I take part in, in those diplomats and uh, press club games as well. At the same time, uh, Clarissa, I, I also spend time uh, serving the community. Okay. I'm very involved in the, the grassroots uh, and the community centre. My current passion is to try and keep uh, my ABC food centre in Jalan Merah clean and hygienic. Okay. So I, I lead a, a group of volunteers uh, once a month to encourage patrons to return trays. Okay. Yeah? And I think... Uh, uh, I, I draw a lot of satisfaction when I s- actually see people returning their, you know, their used utensils into the tray stations. Right. I guess it would take a long while for us to change mindset. But it will happen. Eventually. Yes, eventually. <laughs> All right. Edward, right. thank you so much for coming and talking to us. Before you go, just correct me if I've got my information wrong. It is Restaurant Asia Singapore 2019. That's it will correct. be co-located with the 7th Cafe Asia 2019, 7th International Coffee and Tea Expo, and the 6th 
Sweet and Bakes Asia 2019. That's correct. correct. The three shows have proven to be highly sustainable. And uh, as an exhibition organizer, CEMS, what would you attribute to the long-standing successes of these shows? Well, to be candid again, trade shows are really the engines of growth. Therefore, trade shows, in a sense, is a function of the economy. Mm. The trade shows will help to enable and to energize various economic sectors. So therefore, you know, we we normally have to do our marketing research to identify uh, which are the trade shows that, you know, that would be able to add value to our economy. Mm -hmm. So basically, you need to be able to deliver value for your exhibitors, which means we've got to bring in trade visitors that they could do business with. The bottom line is there must be real value and business must be transacted between our exhibitors and the trade visitors that we bring in. Thank you so much, Edward, for coming in and talking to us on Money FM 89.3.